Hi, welcome to Witch Witch Podcast. I'm Lyra. I'm Nettle. And I'm Galena. Welcome to the darkness. Uh, so we want to apologize to you guys real quick once again, because uh, we wanted to get this episode up on Friday as per usual. Um, A lot of shitty things happened. So many shitty things happened. Uh, we lost our recording twice, and it was very frustrating, and we, we gave up. Um, <laughs> and then we were going to record last night... But we got star- strong-armed out to a bar. You say strong-armed like it's a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a fun night, but it did sort of mess up our plans. It did, because I wanted to still record, and they told me no. It, it, was, too, it was too late, and we were too drunk. You were and asleep on the couch. <laughs> you were asleep on the couch. <laughs> I did face plant just right into the couch. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to try and get this up on Sunday, by Sunday. Um, so, you know, that's that's the plan there. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we have a few shout-outs that we have ready and in my hand that I can look at. Yeah, mm-hmm. that wasn't lying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so truthful. Uh, so we'd like to give shout-outs to Crazy Fudge Crown. Closet Witches Unite. <laughs> it, it's Just Alicia. Britty Boo 28. Alex No Takire. <laughs> Micah. Oh, period SL. <laughs> Flower Friendly. Lady Artemis. I think it's Lady Artemisa Bones. Okay. <laughs> Sass Queen. And Lindsay Jules, uh, because we finally got around to asking everyone's permission for us to mention uh, your names on the podcast, or at least your your Insta handles. Um, and uh, we're still waiting on a few replies on that. So if you have replied to us and you didn't hear your name just yet, it, we just haven't gotten to you yet. <laughs> <laughs> we will. We'll we will. get to everybody, because we love each and every one of you. So much. Oh my god. You're so sweet. Oh, and um, if you do reach out to us in the future or tell us a story, go ahead and let us know if it's okay to use your name or story in the podcast um, and tell us whatever you prefer to be referred to as, like if it's your internet handle or your, your actual name. Or nickname, or, you know, if you just want to make something up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll call you Fucker if you want. <laughs> <laughs> There's literally a cat we've named Fucker, so I mean, it's... Yeah, but I don't think he wanted that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he enjoys it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Galena and I are actually going to talk about our personal, that was so loud. <laughs> it's okay. Um, are ta- going to talk about our personal relationship to tarot because we keep saying we're going to do it and it was specifically requested. Um, so the only person left will be Sage and we're going to make her do it on her own. <laughs> All by herself. All by herself. Because everybody hates Sage. Oh, oh no, gosh. don't be so mean. <laughs> she takes things seriously. I don't hate Sage. I love her. <laughs> She's busy. <laughs> she, she is, is busy. very busy. Um, so I guess I'll go first. Okay. Um, there's a lot of things to like about tarot, but part of what I like about it is how open to inter- uh, interpretation it is and how reliant on intuition it is. Um, because you, you can definitely go by a very strict reading of the accepted definition of each card. Um, but as you get more comfortable with them, you can apply it to specific things that you know are going on in a person's life, in your life. 
um, or even if it's just sort of speaking to you that this is the way you should interpret this card um, you can I don't know you can just you can just fucking do that <laughs> Jesus, I'm so articulate right now uh, but my, my favorite kind of reading is um, not the sort of reading where you're reaching out and trying to find an answer to a question that you genuinely don't have the ability to answer yourself, but it's where you're sort of trying to look inward to see what's going on with you that you're not either admitting to yourself or that you just haven't fully realized yet. Um, that's those moments when the cards are calling you the fuck out. <laughs> Uh, and that's part of why I'm so fond of us doing our daily card drawings. Because I've uh, fairly often been doing a card reading, and I've realized that this is not an Instagram card, this is a Lyra card. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to need to pull another one. Um, and honestly, the, the daily card pullings have really helped me get more familiar with tarot than I was. And I really like that. Um... And I mean, the, the intuition side of it um, is part of why I'm also interested in something like a, a set of runes, runestones, <laughs> or uh, throwing bones. I really want to try throwing bones. Um, but I guess that's all I've got on that subject, if you want to take over. <laughs> well, this is Galena. Um, my personal thoughts and feelings on tarot is that it can be a very personal thing and like Lyra said a lot of times you'll pull when you pull a card it's more pulling what you're feeling subconsciously and sometimes you do kind of cast your own thing on the reading if you're not paying attention when you pull it um and you know with the with the daily card pulls like I try to make sure that I'm pulling it with a very general intention so it's not just a Galena card but sometimes your personal stuff does bleed over onto the cards. Um, like when we pulled the Ten of Swords, unfortunately, we it was because we were feeling a very a very big loss. Uh, we did lose one of one of our old man pups, yeah. and it was sad. And you know, I was like, oh, well, apparently I didn't <laughs> I didn't separate myself enough from the reading to to not pull a personal card that day. Um, but, you know, it can help you sort through your thoughts. Um, I like them because they do help me a lot with my anxiety. If I'm feeling, you know, quite a bit of anxiety one day, I'll pull them out. I'll do, you know, a couple personal readings. I'll go through and I'll shuffle through them. Sometimes I don't even do a reading. I'll just shuffle them and pull several cards and then put them back in the deck and keep going. Um, for me, I really, really do like cards. Um, I actually bought another set today. <laughs> oh, we should put that up on the Insta because they're really cool. I'm going to. <laughs> they're a great beginner card deck. I'm um, sorry. They really are. They're really cute. There's a lot of like cryptids and stuff yeah. like that on them. Um, I actually got them for about $8 at one of the Halloween stores that pop up everywhere. You know, around this time. <laughs> in the U.S. at least. Because I don't know if that's common yeah, anywhere else. Honestly, in a lot of countries, <clears throat> Halloween is not at all just the big celebration that it is here. Yeah, and it's so heavily commercialized here, too. It is. I mean, everything is, but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a land of... I'm going to say communism. Oh, holy oh, shit. Commercialism. Capitalism. <laughs> it's the land of capitalism. <laughs> 
Listen, we told you guys we went to a bar. This is the product of that. This is a day after drinking. <laughs> um, I don't remember what I was going to say. But I found out through this, this deck that, you know, the Loch Ness Monster is Scorpio. And I really jive with that because I am, in fact, a Scorpio. And you love her. I do. Nessie has been a thing for me since I was a child. Since I found out the concept of the Loch Ness Monster, she has been a thing for me. So, you know, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, anything else on tarot? Would you have anything? I mean, I know you did the whole episode on tarot. But <laughs> is there anything you would like to add? Not really. Like, I've, I've experienced the same thing where I've pulled cards and realized that, really, they weren't meant for the, for the, for the reading. Because I kept pulling <laughs> the goddamn Queen of Swords there for a while. <laughs> and I stopped including it in the readings when I pulled it since... She just needed to tell you something. Apparently. <laughs> oh, what was it, the card that I kept pulling, like, day after day? And I was like, damn it. I don't remember. It was one of the pages. Yeah. And pages are messengers, so I mean... Mm -hmm. That was, that was real on the nose. Uh, <coughs> oh, and I'm sorry. I might be coughing and um, kind of scratchy today because my throat hurts a lot and drinking didn't help that. So. I mean, that's what happens when you you scream really loud for drag queens for about an hour. I mean, that's true. <laughs> Great show. <sighs> um, all right. So I guess we should move on to our next subject, which I believe is... Celtic witchcraft. Awesome. As you already know, we've been uh, looking into other other cultures of witchcraft or other sects of witchcraft. Um, typically ones that either we have some experience with or we're inexperienced with. This one particularly, Celtic witchcraft. Um, I have zero. Um, <laughs> it was more or less suggested to me because fairies. Uh, <laughs> which is something I'll look into at another time. Um, the biggest thing with Celtic witchcraft, for me at least, in researching was it was a little hard, partially because I was thinking there was a, a, his, a historical Celtic witchcraft, and there isn't actually. Um, Celtic witchcraft as we know it is actually neo-paganism, and it's specifically um, neo-pagans worshipping Celtic gods and goddesses, um, and, and, and I'm trying to think, sorry, it's built on other studies related to, to just the Celtic, um, culture or language, which it, it spans over a lot of different groups because Celtic refers to the Ireland, Scotland, Wales, Cornwall, the Isle of Man in Brittany, <laughs> Brittany. I have no idea if I said that right, so apologies. Uh, <laughs> getting laughed at for saying Brittany. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, just, I knew somebody named Brittany, and we called her Brittany. <laughs> but regardless, um, which I'm sure, not just me, I'm sure lots of people have had trouble with trying to look up things about witchcraft, and I feel like a big thing that I, that I would like to talk about is how paganism doesn't necessarily mean witchcraft. Not to say there weren't witches practicing um, under Celtic paganism, but also Celtic paganism is known as Celtic paganism because, um, well, when Christianity, and it doesn't just have to be Christianity, it's just typically it's Christianity, <laughs> moves in and tries to wipe out uh, other religions, which in this case was in historical sense. 
Um, an easy way to do that is to sort of displace the religions and the culture that's already there and to just sort of pick up their holidays and re rework them to a different means, which is why if you look up the history of holidays, you get some weird fucking shit. <laughs> but in this case, um, cause that's what I was thinking. Cause what I was looking up, I was like, Oh, Celtic paganism probably has some witches in it. And there's definitely a history of witches. They're just not specifically practicing the same thing. Um, I'm trying to think past that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, because I'm getting a little mixed up. Because I always, I always get a little riled about paganism. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I love it. Um, and you do. You also get uh, a warp sort of history because when I researched a different paganism, Russian paganism, you have to go through some weird sources if there's not a lot of good documentation left. Which is why when people don't want other people to know things, they destroy information. Um, but specifically with the Russian paganism, I ended up looking a lot to folklore. And even that gets warped after a while, because there's a lot of Christian themes throughout that probably weren't there initially, but got saved over time. But anyway, I'm getting mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was the other thing I was going to tell you all? Oh. <laughs> You're both so quiet. Um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's fine. Um, so You're very good at presenting. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> but Celtic witchcraft, like I was saying, it's it's more of a neo pagan thing. Um, which? Oh gosh. Um, <laughs> Did you lose your tra the track of your thought? A little bit. It happens. <laughs> um, which again, it's it's just taking God. In this case, it's taking <laughs> gods and goddesses that already existed under a different religious view um from like St. Bridget what like oh, yes. St. Bridget like St. Bridget and incorporating that into your into your new witchcraft or your new practice or even just your new religion depending on how you view it um and it's it's cool um I actually looked up there's another person who I'd, I'd read about because they have a ancestry in in Celtic places um, which is actually where I hit upon the definition of it not just being one area it's, it's quite a large area because um, they they wanted to embrace their ancestry and their witchcraft and so they really did a lot of research and found that it's not um, there's not necessarily one thing to go to it's just too large of an area um, <laughs> I'm glad you're here to laugh at me. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> that's sort of all I got. Because for the most part, where it's so large, um, there's not really one thing to do. There's yeah, I guess it would be hard to find a thing to focus on. Mm -hmm. There's just a lot of individual, this is what I do, and this is why I do it. Um, which is chill. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good segment. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Sure wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're also quite a bit slap happy. I'm so sorry. This might be a very nonsensical episode. Welcome to our segment on dreams. I'm Galena, and I'm going to talk to you a little bit about what happens to me. <laughs> um, some of us do, I think. Lyra also has some strange dreams. I'm not sure about Sage or Nettle, uh, who sometimes have dreams that come true or just dreams that are more significant than just 
random firings of your subconscious. <laughs> Do you have any? I'm choosing to ignore them until they become more clear. Because <laughs> I'm not fair. fucking with those. That's fair. I've only recently accepted what happens. Um, sometimes I have dreams that come true. Um, sometimes it's significant things, um, like events. But for the most part, and that's what I'm going to talk about tonight, are just stupid happenings that happen in my dreams. And I wake up. I'm like, that is never going to happen. That's <laughs> so stupid. Like one, I dreamed that I was sitting in traffic and I had my windows down and <laughs> a cop drove by like he, he was uh, at a light crossing. So he was turning to go into the opposite um, direction, uh, traffic pat pattern beside me. And he... <laughs> He was just belting out, like, scream singing, um, cat scratch fever. <laughs> and I remember waking up, I was like, that is the dumbest thing I have ever imagined. And literally two days later, it happened. I was sitting <laughs> at a red light waiting to go, and a cop just pulled around me. He gets off the bridge and turns to go the opposite way, opposite direction of traffic from me. And he's just belting out cat scratch fever bomb 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 like he even was saying like the bomb 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 well i mean how can you sing that song without adding the bomb true bomb but i mean it was the most ridiculous thing because i'm just sitting there in traffic and i'm like oh oh this that's both funny and terrifying <laughs> but like mostly it's just stupid stuff like that have you ever had any anything like that happen to you lyric I've had a couple. Um, it really isn't something that's happened my entire life. It's really only happened recently, and I, I blame it on my engagement ring, because my engagement ring is Moonstone. Mm. That's why I don't wear Moonstone. <laughs> it makes it more powerful. <laughs> yeah, Moonstone's supposed to draw that sort of, um, I don't know, psychic ability, I suppose. Um, but uh, I've had a few... And they're the dumbest. Like, I've never had anything that's, like, important or matters. Um, I, uh, I have two that I can say for sure are real. Because there's uh, times when you are doing something and you have, like, deja vu or you're like, I think I dreamed about this. But it's in the moment you realize that. And I, I think those are dismissible as... Anxiety. Yeah. yeah. And stuff if like that. If you didn't remember it before the action happened, it's probably your anxiety. If you yeah. remember it before and then it happens and you're like, oh, I dreamed about this. Then it's probably something that you've probably got quite a bit of intuition or uh, possible pro prophetic <laughs> dreams. <laughs> um, so one of mine was... Uh, my husband had to have oral surgery and at the time that I had the dream, we didn't even know he needed oral surgery. Um, he had to have his, uh, what are they called? Yes. <laughs> Wisdom teeth removed. Um, so I dreamed about us leaving the doctor's office and my mother was driving us back home. Uh, and he was sort of leaned all the way back almost in the seat um, and he had a mouthful of cotton, so he was like, talking what live. <laughs> and, uh... We've all been there. <laughs> and, um, he was, t we were talking about, he kept talking about how, how dry his mouth was, and it's because of the cotton. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, my mom said, well, we can stop and get you a water at Sheets. And 
he was like, they said, they said, I can't have anything to drink. She's like, no, they told you you could have water. You could even have pop if you're careful about it, but let's stick to water. So we, we went and we picked him up a water. Um, and I woke up thinking that's the weirdest fucking dream I've ever had. And that's actually one of the first I've had where it felt truly different from other dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, cause they do, they feel very real and detailed. Um, They're very vivid when you have a Absolutely. Like yeah. Um, I'd actually call them almost oversaturated, like more so than reality. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I mean, they are still dreams. Uh, and I talked to him about it and then <laughs> later, much later, I don't know, not that much later, like a couple months later, uh, we found out he needed the oral surgery and, uh, later that same week he was able to have it done. And like that exact moment driving to sheets having that conversation, him leaned all the way back in the car was happening. And we had had, we discussed the dream before this ever happened. So I'm, I'm fairly confident that was a real one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and then the other, the other one I have is even stupider because it's of no consequence to anything and doesn't matter. (laughs) Um, but, uh, I was, I dreamed that I got up out of bed from watching iZombie and came around the, the edge of the bed to leave the room for something. And uh, I remember waking up and thinking, that's really fucking stupid. iZombie looks like a terrible show. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> uh, and then, oh, I was getting nail polish remover. Um, and then a few weeks later, and I thought about it quite a few times uh, between having the dream and the thing happening. A few weeks later, I was doing my nails in bed. <laughs> And, uh, thought, well, I, I want to put something on for sound, but I don't want to watch it because I want to pay attention to what I'm doing with my nails. So I was like, yeah, iZombie's a dumb show, <laughs> which I'm wrong about that. iZombie's a great show. Everybody should watch it. <laughs> uh, so I put on iZombie and, uh, at some point I got up to walk around the edge of the bed and like, I don't know, it just hit me in that moment. Oh shit, it's happening. <laughs> it's kind of like a Groundhog's Day moment. Where, like, when he's been through it enough that he can, like, he's got it timed and you're just kind of acting out your part. Yeah. It's super fucking weird. <laughs> um, I've had a few other little experiences, but they're not something that I've thought about much before the event happened. So I can't say for sure that they're not just something. <laughs> like my mind trying to fill stuff in, you know? Another interesting part of dreams is sometimes you might have contact with people or others that you just didn't expect. Um, For me, I have contact with a lot of dead people in my dreams. And at first, you know, when I would get to the point that I realized in the dream, because I honestly hardly ever realized in the beginning that this person is dead. We're just having a normal conversation or we're doing something. And then I'll be like, oh my God, no, you're dead. What are you doing here? And then the dream kind of falls apart. Well, a few months ago, I just accepted that I was going to continue having this dream, these kind of dreams for, you know, some reason. And I was just going to get over it. Well, once I made that decision and I, I stopped freaking out in the dreams, um, we just have conversations now. And like, it's really strange <laughs> and it's odd. A lot of times it's people I know, um, usually it's relatives or loved ones. Um, 
the most worrisome or worrisome is one a friend of mine who passed away a couple years ago every time I talk to her she's just kind of lost like she just can't Aww. find her way and it really really bothers me and you know I just I kind of ask her where where have you been <laughs> and she's just like I don't know I've just been around Aww. yeah so it's, it, it kind of worries me about her but for the most part, like if it's with my father who passed away, usually it's just him, you know, bitching at me. <laughs> <laughs> like I think did we we talked about the, the the soda can dream, didn't we? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, we talked about that on the podcast before, I mm -hmm. think. Yeah. yeah. It's it's just stuff like that, or like I'll do something stupid during the day, <laughs> and he'll talk to me about it. <laughs> usually it's driving stuff. Like I. <laughs> I ran over the curb and I was worried that I dented my rim. Now, honestly, this could have just been my subconscious trying to work through it, but it was too accurate to just <laughs> be my subconscious. Basically, him telling me how a real driver wouldn't have done that in the first place. Oh my God. And now you're going to have to spend $500 on another set of rims and done it. And it just went on forever. That and sounds just, so much like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And him telling me that I needed to take responsibility for my actions and be a more attentive driver and just all this stuff. Um, which is kind of funny because I do believe a lot of this comes from our paternal grandmother. Mm -hmm. And um, our uncle actually recently has been telling me about how much that he dreams about our father and how he talks to him as well. Oh my gosh, like that mm -hmm. one. I'm sorry, do you mind if I talk no, about this real quick? Um, our uncle is actually a truck driver. Uh, so at some point while he was driving, he started to doze off at the wheel. And he said that he just heard our father in his ear very clearly going, Wake up, dummy! Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that it w he woke up right as he was starting to go off the road. Yeah. That's, that's crazy to me. Well, I mean... It I mean, don't get me wrong, that could, that could be his mind waking no, him up. No, I don't think it was. I don't think it was either. Um, <laughs> no, because especially right after our father passed away, especially for like a couple months, you could literally just feel him. Oh yeah, absolutely. Everywhere. Every once in a while, you can still... Mm -hmm. You can still feel him a yeah. little bit. But no, most of my dreams are like that. I don't know why I'm not finishing like sentences today. <laughs> it's okay. Most of the dreams are kind of like that. Especially if I know the person, it gets into like an in-depth conversation or like they're telling me about something, which I'm sure is very important to them, but it's, it's not really gibberish. It's just kind of like a topic that I can't hold on to. Oh yeah. So a lot of times it'll take a few dreams until, until whatever topic it is they want me to address happens. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun there. Um, and lately, you've been getting a lot of faces you don't recognize, though, haven't I do, you? I do. I've been getting a lot of faces that I don't recognize. One most recently kind of scared me because they wanted me to say their name, mm -hmm. and I didn't know them. Yeah, I think it's a good idea to not... Like, I don't know what that could mean, but I, would, I just don't know if it would be binding in any way to something. I don't know. I just wouldn't. Yeah. I'm not planning on it. Um... I mean, if they tell me their name, yeah, whatever. But, like, this this person was not telling me their name. They just kept telling me I knew who they were. And that was... That's upsetting. I woke up really shooken from that yeah. dream. It was, it was kind of terrifying. Well, and I, that's the kind of thing you really have to trust your instincts about. Like, if mm -hmm. you feel uncomfortable with it, there's probably a good reason for that. Yeah. 
you're probably picking up on something. Yeah. Um, but no, I think it's good that you've, you've accepted it and it's, it's sort of developing. Yeah. It's one of those things that my entire life I've had it and I've, you know, I've just been really uncomfortable about it my whole life. I used to not sleep ever because I just didn't want to have these kind of dreams because a lot of times they're terrifying and especially when you don't accept it and go with the flow they get increasingly more terrifying because your mind tries to make sense out of it and things just fall apart and that's terrifying when your dream falls apart um and you know i think we talked about it a little bit in uh in our ghost episode but i think fairly often it's not like you get scared anyway because it's sort of a scary subject and it's not whoever's talking to you trying to be scary it's just I don't think they realize what they're doing is creepy. Yeah. Because they just kind of, to them, they see it as a normal action. Or if they have enough intelligence to convey what they're trying to convey, they don't understand how intense yeah. they're, they're expressing it. Or, and I don't know, this is complete conjecture. Oh God, I'm sorry <laughs> that I'm moving so much. I'm making so much it's okay. noise. It's complete conjecture, but I think once they move on from being a live person they kind of lose their ability to relate what it is to have a body mm-hmm. so their actions that. become a little bit more erratic or strange because they can't convey it in a way that you understand as a person with a body and a mind that works in a linear sense because I think they kind of lose that ability and they kind of sometimes forget where they are in their timeline <laughs> Yeah, you know, I could see being separated from the constant physical feedback of having a body. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't. It would be really easy to lose that sort of understanding. Um, but is there is there anything else with dreams you'd like to discuss? No, at this point, um, I think I think that's about it. That I'm willing or wanting to go into. <laughs> Maybe later I'll I'll develop a little bit more to to talk about. But yeah. For now, that's about all I want to say. Is there anything you want to add or discuss? Galena brought this up to me. I've got some <laughs> dreams, and I don't have them super often, but periodically I'll have a dream where I'll be trying to get out of my bed. And my bed's always, this is really stupid, my bed's always in the wrong position or something's wrong with my room, like the furniture's wrong. And I know that's a stupid thing, but it always irritates me, and that's all dreams. Um, but I'll be trying to get out of bed and something will be stopping me. And it always feels like a person. So in the dream, I'm always like, this fucking ghost is not letting me get up. And it just pisses me off because I can't see anything. But every time I try and get up, something pushes me back down and I'm stuck on my bed. I hate that. And so when I addressed earlier that I don't really want to deal with this until it becomes a little more clear, I'm not going to deal with this until it decides to interact with me in a way that isn't fucking annoying. No, I think that's fair. That's fair. Because I'm not going to sit there and be like, what do you want? Because you, uh, you can approach me in literally any other way. I have the stupidest dreams. It's really simple. Well, like I said, I think that they just don't understand sometimes. Like, if it's if it's a spirit or a ghost trying to, to talk to you, I think they just don't understand that they're being creepy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes things like that also are issues that maybe you haven't dealt with and that's your mind trying to make sense of it or find a way that you can get around it. Like, Um, I actually have... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You're fine. Go ahead. (laughs) I actually have something. And this has nothing to do with um, spirits or anything psychic or anything like that. This is just on that, you know, you're working through something. I used to have these super intense fighting dreams 
where I'd be fighting a person or a shadow. Well, you know, the shadow dreams were whole, a whole different thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but I, I used to have these dreams like all the fucking time where I was fighting a person and like when they were hitting me, it was really doing some damage. But like when I would hit them, it did it nothing. Like it was right through them. It, no, not right through them. Cause I could feel connect a connection, but I couldn't mm -hmm. get the, the sort of striking power that I was mm -hmm. wanting to do any damage. And I knew it wasn't doing anything to them. Um, and that was, I think that was related to, well, one, I think it was a little bit of sleep paralysis where I was almost awake and I couldn't move my, my arms cause I was still asleep, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, it wasn't quite sleep paralysis where you're just trapped in an endless cycle for, <laughs> for God knows how long. Um, and I think it was also, I had a feeling of being trapped because mm. I was quite depressed at the time. <laughs> and, um, so I mean, stuff like that does happen. That goes back to working through something. That's yeah, what I was yeah. talking about, yeah. No, I'm sorry. No, it's okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I've had some really stupid dreams where I was working through shit. And, like, at least I can look back and see them for, like, whatever they were. But this one is just fucking annoying. Because it beats the shit out of me what it is. Yeah. I mean, if that's not something spiritual, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean, if it's not, that's fine. My brain's just stupid. <laughs> Your brain's not stupid. Oh, man. Your brain's one of the smartest brains I know. Oh, man. <laughs> Alright, but I think that's probably it for dreams, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for dreams, I think that's about all we have for this time. If you have any questions or any dreams you want to discuss with us, or if, you know, you're just nervous about a dream you've had, <laughs> Trust me, you can contact us. Yeah. One of us has probably dealt with it before. If not, <laughs> we can help you work through it. I, uh, <laughs> I'm often quite traumatized by my dreams. <laughs> and it's honestly, it doesn't get better till you tell somebody about it. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, like she said, you can contact us. You can ask us to share a dream if it's something you want us to share on the podcast. Uh, anything like that. Or if you just want to talk and you don't want it known to anybody else. Well, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so our ghost story for the day uh, takes place in my husband's old apartment, um, mostly in the bedroom. <laughs> it wasn't like a bad apartment, it wasn't a very creepy apartment except in the bedroom. Uh, the bedroom you never really felt alone, it always kind of felt like you were being watched. Um, and I told him quite a few times that it felt weird and creepy in there. And we honestly never spent that much time in the bedroom because... Uh, he didn't have a couch, so he'd build, like, a blanket, uh, I almost said fort, uh, just, like, pile blankets on the floor and would lay there, and we slept there most nights, um, and, uh, I, part of that was because I didn't like sleeping in the bedroom because it was uncomfortable, um, and the window always felt uncomfortable to me, but, like, I, I honestly thought that was because I have... An anxiety about dark windows um, but one day I was talking about it with him after I'd like cleansed the apartment and done stuff to make it feel more comfortable um, he he was like well you know someone died behind that or outside of that window right I was like no and he gave it he like gave it in with a, a total normal delivery not like it was something weird or scary or anything like that just just casual uh, the story behind that is that uh, there was a military guy that lived in the apartment before him, um, who he kind of knew through renting the apartment. 
and apparently he was coming back from the grocery store one night. The grocery store was kind of behind the apartment building and over a hill, and if you were walking, you would end up walking behind the apartment building. And when he was behind his own, or next to his own bedroom window, a young drug addict in the area approached him with a knife and started demanding, like, cash or valuables or whatever. Um, and the military guy, uh, knowing, you know, how to fight and defend himself and stuff, told the guy to back off quite a few times. Uh, but he didn't. So he punched him once in the chest, and apparently the guy was so, like, tweaked out that his heart just stopped. Uh... <laughs> Which is, God. it's like terrifying, right? And I know the, the military guy took it really hard, you know? Yeah, I mean, he killed a dude. I'd take it hard, too, even if the guy was threatening my life. Absolutely. And he already had, like, PTSD and depression and stuff like that from his service, you know? Oh. Um, so, after my husband told me that, I flipped out. I called Galen, uh, Galena and had her come up and try to help me cleanse the space and she'd been in the apartment before, but not the bedroom. Um, well, no, you'd been in the bedroom once before, and you yeah, commented on it like felt... the willies. <laughs> yeah, it felt uncomfortable. Um, so we did, uh, like, a protection bubble, and we tried to cleanse the corners, and we saged and did all sorts of stuff like that. Um, and it was such a weird experience, because it wasn't very active or anything. Like, there wasn't a whole lot going on before we did that. But after we did that, it started getting really, really weird. Um, and honest to God, we did kind of like half-ass it. <laughs> we, uh, we were a little less experienced and we didn't know exactly what we were doing. We didn't do as much research as we should have. Um, and we went into it like half-cocked. So when we started doing the protection bubble, uh, you could feel something pushing back against our barriers. Yeah, it was, it was unnerving. It I've really never was. never had anything push back against me before. And it was, it was so deliberate. It was spooky as heck. Um, and we, we just couldn't shake it. We couldn't get it out of the apartment or away from the, the back of the apartment or whatever. Uh, we did eventually move from there and get a different place. But it was so creepy. And after that, you know, we did start noticing, um, like, things would move weird when there wasn't anything that should move them. Or there'd be some sounds. And the, the feeling of a presence was a lot worse and a lot heavier than it had been before. It was... It was a lot. <laughs> well, this and another, another reason that we're bringing this story up. This is more of a cautionary Absolutely, tale yeah. to, you know wait until you know what you're doing mm -hmm. don't do something before you've done a lot of research and maybe consulted with people before you try definitely because you know there's 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 being haunted and then there's having a pissed off ghost <laughs> it is a different experience um and you know it's possible that the presence wasn't even aware of its own like state until we started trying to get rid of it you know yeah um because, like, while it was weird before that, it turned threatening. Uh, and, you know, you can always come to us through our social media and ask us for advice. I can't guarantee that anything we tell you will will be the end-all, be-all of what you should do. Um, but we can try and help with what knowledge we have. And we'll give you whatever advice, you know, we've learned through trial and error. 
Um, but it, I don't know, if, you, if you're experiencing a really intense haunting, you should probably consult somebody that you would consider a professional. Yeah, definitely. Because if you're inexperienced or if you've never dealt with something like that, it's, it can be really scary. Absolutely. And being afraid is just going to sort of... It feeds into, like, the, the energy that they're already feeding on. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> it makes it a little worse. Um, but, you know, if, it, if it's something that leads you out, you know, try, you know, protection bubbling yourself. Don't try to do it for the entire place until yeah. you do <laughs> a little more research and stuff like that. And we talked about this before. You do have to know your own limits with stuff like that. You have to know how much it drains you. Um, before you can just start throwing protection bubbles willy-nilly around an indeterminate amount of, amount of space. Um, I don't know, I guess that's my whole ghost story. <laughs> uh, do we have anything to add before the episode ends? I don't think so. No thoughts from Metal? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so I guess we're going to go ahead and wrap up for the evening. Uh, this episode might be a little shorter than most of our big episodes, and that's just because so many things. <laughs> <laughs> just a lot of bad luck. <laughs> a lot of stuff has gone uh, differently than we expected it to go. <laughs> Sideways. Sideways. So do you have a, a spooky thing that's specifically directed at me for us tonight, Galena? I mean, you act like I do this every single time. Don't you? It's it's not like I can think about things, you know, that hide as soon as you turn around. Oh, no. No. We <laughs> can't do this tonight. <laughs> we, we found out about the hide behind. <laughs> and, like, that was, that was like a horror story specifically for me. <laughs> don't think about the things that hide the moment you snap your head around. Don't like it. I don't like it. They're so spooky. I don't, I don't want this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want Um, thanks so much for listening. Um, we hope you enjoyed this ridiculous episode. Uh, all three of us are kind of hungover and uncomfortable, so. <laughs> stay uh, spooky. Stay spooky. Keep your tits up. Keep your tits up. <laughs> Good night. Oh, and thanks for listening. <laughs> I was like, Good night. Good night. That's it.